Disaster McMaster joins us as he does each and every Tuesday here on The Muster. He is farming, of course, up in uh, just off Lake Wakatupi there at Closeburn Station. Thanks to RB Rural, joins us every week. G'day, Grant. G'day, Andy. Good afternoon to all our listeners. How's everything in the basin? Oh, it's a lot better today, Andy. The snow stopped. There's snow on the tops. We've had a cold few days, actually. It's got about 20, 25 mils of rain on uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and it sort of just kept on going Sunday and uh, and and yesterday, but uh, ended up with yeah about just under uh, yeah about probably uh, 40 45 mils. The one good thing was it wasn't a, wasn't cold was it? So there wasn't the chill factor. And as we spoke about last week, the uh, the girls are into into lambing at the moment. So went around today and uh, had a look, and uh, no, all things look pretty good. So uh, there's still snow on the tops, but about seven degrees, and a soil temperature of 7.5. Did you have snow on the tops yesterday by chance? Yes, we did, and the day before. So, uh, on, uh, yeah, and it's still like it's uh, the, the sun's out. It says it's about seven degrees at the moment, but it's uh, <laughs> it's still quite cool. But yeah, it's snow right round, and um, we need to get rid of that. That sun is false economy at the moment when you've got seven degrees. Yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, yeah, the, uh, the, there is one thing that when the when it does clear up, and there's a bit of a high out there now. It'll certainly, with a bit of heat, the grass will grow. So we should be in a we should be in a good in a good situation as long as we get a bit of heat. Hey, I'll throw this at you before we start disaster. Waikaka Community Hall AGM. They're looking for new members and a treasurer and secretary for this community centre, where many of people have gone to great events. Great to get involved with community halls. Um, get in touch with Peter Corcoran um, regarding the AGM, which is coming up on the 30th, not too far away. Great wee events to be involved with, likes of being helping out of the hall. It's about doing your time, helping out in the community when and where you can, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and that, you know, Waikak is a great example of that. And Peter Corcoran there, calling him, well, I think his father, um, Paul, he was one of the original guys that got got, um, got that hall up and up the, the sports complex up and going. And it's uh, it's one of the better ones around and it's been going a long time now. Great community there. And as you say, it's uh, yeah, you've got to be part of those things and because there's far too many halls and that being um, shut down these days. And, I mean, Waikak have still got the hall, but the, uh, you know, the... the, the um, Community centre there has it's been a it's been a great venue for uh, many things. Yeah, for sure. We can correlate that too. Doing your part, the southern, the southern indoor charity dog trial as well. The figure's been released of the money they raised. This is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking to Mike Joyce the other day, he rang up and um, he said they thirty k went to the uh, the hospice, the southern hospice, and um, part of that was and five. Five thousand dollars was from the commission from the from the dog sale that uh, that Hazlitt Livestock put on, and I think that's a, a winner. So anybody that's got dogs to sell for next year, let's uh, hold off to that. And because they've got really good sheep that the the uh, vendors can trial the dogs on, and everybody gets a good look. So yeah, well done to Hazlitt's, well done to the uh, the team, Mike's team, and everyone there. And and he just said, you know, you know, Cordwell Contracting, Wairiri, Herbert's Transport, and Mighty Mix. Some of their major sponsors. So, uh, yep, you know, the sponsors support them. We're going to support the sponsors. Absolutely fantastic story that. Tailing season at the moment, we've talked about this a bit recently, disaster, but you want to keep going on about it. And fair enough, too, this whole tailing debate and pain relief, it makes zero sense, does it? Oh, I, I just can't believe it. I remember we spoke about it a few months ago, and um, 
then I opened the paper up the other day and, and it's full bore again, you know, the uh, workshop teaches tailing without pain. Well, I'll tell you what, when it comes to close, there's a bit of pain at tailing time, but it's normally from the night before. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's, just, it's just everything going just out of control, I think. And, you know, this, this day involved a couple of veterinar- veterinarians assessing about 20 farmers' ability to, for injectable and local anaesthetic. So it, you know, it goes on. The bit that you know, the market drive for making pain relief compulsory is coming from the Textile Exchange, a global non-profit organisation that aims to create leaders in the sustainable fibre materials industry. So um, you know, and, and and I've often wondered how do they how do they measure pain? I've never had a lamb come back and say, "Jesus, that hurt." So uh, I, I wondered about it, and then they they go to say that. Um, it's, it's measured on what, what's called cortisol hormone, uh, hormone level, right? And that's the way to measure stress, stress and related pain in lambs. So they said a ranking system has been developed from one to six to allow meaningful comparisons of cortisol response in lambs. So this is a goodie. Separating lambs from ewes at the age of four to eight weeks scores a similar cortisol response to a hot iron docking or putting a rubber ring on the tail well, castration by rubber ring without pain relief is four out of the six of the scale. Well, I'd say that's about as far-fetched as a bag of shit from China. I cannot believe it. That's just a narrative that we're facing these days, and the only good news is change of government. Regulation on farm can change over the next 100 days. But that's the narrative coming out from the, from the um, national side of things. But whether this actually goes through, we hope so, because there's a hell of a lot of stuff to put up with at the moment. There is a lot of stuff to put up, but, but we spoke about when we spoke about this months ago. You know, it, it, it's coming from the outside, outside of the industry, and yeah. and, um, and just you know spoke last week about um, you know the the restraints and put on on us now. And you know, you, I used to you know everybody used to look forward to tailing. You got lambing out of the way tailing time, and um, you know hopefully a nice spring day, and you see your lambs come through. Well, I, it's just. Uh, you know, I just can't see. It's just going to be a nightmare. Imagine on the big, on the big, big run places, and or any place for that matter. Um, it could, it could take a week by the time you put the pain relief in and stand back, and it, it's just really, really hard to get your head around. So, you know, you get your head around that, and then the next thing, you know, we, we're we're looking at these, uh, these the bank emission policies. Yeah. Again, everybody poking their nose in when uh, you know they'd be better off to look after their own their own back garden. And I just, another article, the, the BNZ has the dairy emissions reduction target of 11% by 2030. ANZ appears to be heading down the same track along with all the others. But in Australia, um, the, the banks there have funded um, New Zealand $9.5 billion to coal, oil and gas. Australia, uh, $385 million to expand the fossil fuel industry. Australian 464 million to some of the most climate destructive companies in Australia, and then they go and target New Zealand farmers to reduce their envi- environmental impact. Christ, what's happening? If banks start doing that, they're dicing with the devil, aren't they? Well, you're between the devil and the deep blue sea. I it just, but you know, um, with, yeah, I don't know. It's just it almost puts you off opening the bloody paper now. Your biggest problem with tailing, though, is you suffer from insomnia at night time, and it's self-inflicted. Well, it is. Yeah, and, and um, you know, there's, uh, you know, we probably need a bit of mental health there for bullying because there's a lot of that goes on in air tailing, Ken. <laughs> uh, um, we're, re- we're resilient and we'll carry on doing that. 
and we will pivot and move forward disaster. Always appreciate your time on the muster. You enjoy the week. I will. I'm way up to Canterbury for a look, so I'll get off the bandwagon. Next week I'll give a report on how things are looking in Canterbury. Good on you, Grant. Always appreciate your time. Cheers, Andy. Grant McMaster. Thanks to RB Rural each and every Tuesday here on The Muster. Up next, Jeff Grant. We catch up and talk about the political situation unfolding in Wellington at the moment, which is pretty delicate, I suppose. Oh my love.